Oh, shit, I'm so happy you picked up the phone, girl. I know y'all been blowing me up, calling my phone, child. I ain't been picking up. I'm sorry, bitch. I've been trying and trying and trying to finish this episode for a minute now. And sorry, girl. I don't I don't know what you want me to do, but I'm here now. It's like better late than never. Like, bitch, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. So what's up? Y'all been calling me. I know I ain't been picking up. So I'm here, though. I'm here with it. So welcome back. Hate this podcast, girl. Who knows? Super late to the party. Um, lot going on. Lot going on. Let's get the sad stuff out of the way. You know, it's it's been a lot of people taking their lives. I've been peeping. And it's it, I, I'm I don't know what it is. And I'm not um we're not gonna spend too much time on the sad shit. I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a therapist, I'm not none of that. But just the state of the world and all this uncertainty and shit like that, bro, I just think people is not able to handle this because it has been a lot of folks in the news taking their own lives. Oops, I mean, I hope y'all ain't hear that. But rest in peace to Regina King's son, um, Ian Alexander super sad to hear about that and then a couple days after you know the news broke that he took his own life they found his twitter and he he just had some tweets that suggested that he was in a really dark place one of them was like you know instagram is not good for me and i've been saying that for so long bro and they hell then they just do a study about instagram and the effects that it have on people mental health and it really like it really fucks with people that shit if you and i don't know him i don't know what state of mind he was in i don't know if this the reason i'm just talking about the tweet that he said if you not like a strong-minded person and you you just securing yourself but instagram will Social media as a whole, but particularly Instagram because it's so visual, that shit will have you thinking like you ain't doing nothing. Or the stuff that you are doing don't mean shit. Like you could be going about your regular life and you know, you might have a good ass job and you love your job and your job is tea. Like you just got you a raise, you just got you a new office. Like, girl, they done put your name on the door, you moving on up, you excited, you happy, you making more money. But then you get on Instagram and everybody is an entrepreneur making a million dollars in Rolls Royces. Uh, everybody has property to invest in and everybody done invested in NFTs and done got rich off Bitcoin and everybody's. You know what I'm saying? Preaching about stocks and everybody got all these stock options and they got rich off stocks and it will make you feel like your shit that you got doing that you was so proud of really don't amount shit. Like it really ain't nothing. That's why I, I it's so important to put the to put the phone down sometimes. And I wanna make it make myself clear. I'm not talking about eating, you know, specific situation. I'm just doubling down on that tweet he said. It's so important to just log out sometimes. Bro, you got to put the phone down. You got to go outside. You got to touch some grass. You got to go to the beach. You got to just go out to dinner. And just go take a walk downtown. Take a walk in the park. Take a walk around your neighborhood. Go outside, bro. Go outside. Like, please. 
go the fuck outside and put that damn phone down. My whole job and all this shit I want to do is so social media based, but even I've been finding time to put the goddamn phone down because, girl, it'll have you so fucked up out here. Like, you you know, in your real life, you think you're doing good, but then you get on social media and everybody appears to do better. And let me, let me get y'all some tea. Because I've been doing social media. I done, like, put my hand in the game with social media management. Um, It's a company that, you know, took a chance on me and let me do their social media management. I ain't never did social media management before. But surprisingly, it's going really good. But I'm learning a lot, girl. I'm learning so much about the internet just from my own research. The company that I work for, they're they not into this type of shit. They don't do this type of shit. But just researching algorithms and shit like that, you know, I definitely want to add the social media marketing to my resume. So I'm thankful for them that they let me, you know what I'm saying? But first things first, bitch, you can buy followers. I've heard about it. I have um, read about it. Which I did a whole article about it. But it's, it's a lot of these pages out here that is buying followers, girl. They buying bots, really. Like, they pay some company to get them a whole lot of, like, bot accounts to follow them and run their followers up. So now it's a numbers game. It looked like they popping on Instagram. So they might have 30,000 followers, but only, let's say, nine, ten thousand 10,000 of them are real people who really seeing their shit and interacting with their stuff. But they pay for these fake accounts to follow them. It looks like they got it all together and they done figured out how to take a good enough selfie. So, bitch, it looks, it looks like something. And then, girl... It's so many apps out here. It's so many apps. And a lot of people are really, really good with the Photoshop. And not even, if you ain't even got to have the official Photoshop. Bro, it's apps. You can take your picture, remove the background, put another background in there. I know, because I, I really sat down one day and experimented with all this shit. Because I wanted to see how legit it actually looks if you do this. Bruh. I was able to take a picture that I took in my living room, remove the background, put another background of like this super nice ass living room, did a little tweaking, and bitch, it looked like I was in like some raw ass mansion type of house. I ain't post that bullshit because everybody knows it's cap. But it's so much photo manipulation that you could do. So, bitch, and then there's another thing I done learned. You can rent a jet just take pictures in. It won't take off, but you can. They have jets, old jets, private jets that you can literally rent for a couple hours to do a whole damn photo shoot in, bitch. So it'll look like you on a jet. Hoes literally be paying, you know, 200 hours, 250, however much that shit costs to go and take the pictures on the jet. The, girl, the jet don't even take off, bitch. The jet. Child jet by ain't even at no real damn airport. It's probably like an old ass jet that don't even work no more. And you can rent that much. They done got the, the inside so suited up and nice looking and renovated. Girl, you can actually go in the jet and have a whole photo shoot in the jet. And you can have your Louis on, your Gucci on, and da 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 da. 
and you could just look like you doing it. Girl, I ain't doing shit. Girl, like it's so much. It's when I say it's it's so much. And when you start really like getting into your algorithm bag and getting into like just just different little, you know what I'm saying? Just different bags or whatever. And doing so much research, you will find that a lot of this shit is fake. Bitch, a lot of it. A lot of this shit is cap, bitch. It's cap. It's cap, girl. So, you know, I get it. A lot of people, you know, you look on social media. I'm, I've even been guilty of it. I done been scrolling and came across somebody's shit. And I'm like, damn, like, I ain't doing nothing. My little life ain't shit compared to that. You know what I'm saying? And then you find out that a lot of that shit is cap. A lot of these bitches do not have the coin how they make it look. A lot of the designer is fake. Let's let's go there, bitch. Let's go to the bottom of the bottom. A lot of that designer is fake. A lot of the, the girls be dressing. No, no, take that away from me. The girls put that shit on. It's some girls on Instagram. They put that shit on and they make their pieces hit, but the shit ain't real. And hey, listen, who the fuck am I? Because you you only get in the shit to take a picture on Instagram. So if you don't want to spend two thousand dollars on the shirt, and you could spend fifty dollars on the shirt. It ain't the real deal, but all you finna do is take a picture on it, take a picture in it, throw a filter on it, and throw it on Instagram and get a thousand some likes and take that shit right off and buy, throw it away. Bitch, do you. Do you. But all I'm saying is this shit, Instagram is a big facade. It's a big facade. And then, you know, everybody has a boutique. This is what I dealt with when I was in a boutique and everybody got a boutique. I go on a bitch boutique page. They got 100,000 followers. They getting dumb likes and authentic followers because you could look at the likes and the likes are matching up with the amount of followers that they got. So it's authentic. They done built and worked their ass off to build an authentic real life following. And it's like, damn, bitch, I can't. I can't even get a thousand followers on my little boutique page. My pictures ain't raw enough. My lighting, like, bitch, I'm, I'm fucked up. I'm failing, like... Bitch used to be so sick behind that shit. Bruh, I used to be so sick by that shit. That shit used to have me sad as fuck. Because I'm like, damn, I done been in business longer than these hoes. And they snapping harder than me. But see, the gag is. The gag is. A lot of the girls got boutiques. They got jobs. They still working. They still going to work every day. Ain't nothing wrong with that, by the way. Nothing wrong with that at all. But the boutique shit. They ain't selling clothes like that. They take a, a, a raw picture. Bitches gonna like the picture. But just because they got a lot of following, their aesthetics have a lot of followers. A lot of the times, they not turning them followers into customers. It just is what it is. So, you know, but it is a lot of boutiques that's eating. I, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't misconstrue that. I'm not saying that the boutique girls ain't eating. I know boutique bitches personally that are eating, like have small boutiques online, in person, whatever, and they, they get in their bed. So I don't want to say it like that. Like the, none of the boutique girls are eating, but I'm just saying I used to look 
at Instagram and be so sold because it's like they look like they get into it. But at the end of the day, you don't really know the ins and outs of that business. Right? They might have had a dope ass investor to throw them $100,000 to buy $50,000 worth of merchandise and blow another twenty on marketing and then have a nest egg. And that's why they was able to get in the game and blow past everybody so quick. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the girls who starting from damn scratch, $100. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make that shit stretch. So all I'm saying is, the moral of the story is, that social media shit, it can have you feeling like you just don't measure up for real. That's why you got to step away. You have to step the fuck away. Like you got to put that phone on silent and just lay down something. Watch a documentary. Something, bitch. But you you cannot. You know, that shit just is so sad because it really does affect people. Like it really, and it has a lasting effect on people. And he had tweeted something else. I don't got it in front of me. I ain't finna go look for it, but... That shit just sad. And then it was another suicide. A mayor? Who was the mayor that committed suicide the other day? Mayor commits suicide. Hold on. What's his name? I forgot what. Um, The mayor of Maryland. The mayor of... Girl, I said the mayor of Maryland. Forgive, girl. Forgive, bitch. Forgive me. Um, The mayor of Hyattsville in Maryland. He killed himself. And then it was another man who killed themselves. Hold on. It's like been so much like of that. It's been so much like suicide and people just taking their lives. And it was a rapper. God, who was the rapper? I can't even think of it. But, um... Anyway, girl, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think the pandemic also have a lot to do with people feeling like that. Feeling like they just can't go on no more. Feeling like, you know, shit is just worthless for them. It's no point in living because during 2020, when everything was locked down, you forced to stay in the house working from home. I'm a work from home kind of girl. Child, done told us that we might not be able to work from home no more. Girl, I cried. Like, oh, what do you, what do you mean? Like, girl, I, oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm going to have an anxiety attack that day. But um, I'm a work from home girl. And you got to remember, I'm a mama on the child. So being alone, being by myself, and then my mama stay right around the corner. It's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's nothing. So I wasn't, I was working from home and I was in the house. I really couldn't go nowhere. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, um. A issue for me is what I'm saying at first but I'd be lying if I said that you know a day or two here shit didn't get extremely fucking lonely because for one yeah I, me and my mama will you know we'll go to the stores that was open what was open I think um it was like little stores here and there that was open so me and my mama you know we'll get out or we'll go out to eat or something like that but a lot of people's paranoid so it was like a um a separation for some people. Some people was really, really separated. Some people went months up to a damn year without seeing folks that's they cool with that's right around the corner. 
because in the beginning of all this shit, we didn't know what the coronavirus was, we, girl. We didn't know if we could just step outside and we just <gasps> inhale, bitch, and you got it and you die. Like, you, it's just so much uncertainty. People didn't know, so people was really scared. So, you talking about being locked up in the house for months without seeing people face to face. Girl, that is a lot. That's a lot. And even though the world opened back up and people got back outside, some people couldn't recover from that shit. That loneliness, that depression, like, girl, it have been some days. It have been some days where I was real, like, it's just, you know, it's a little quiet in this bitch. I go to my mama house or something. Like, it's really, it's really quiet. It's really fucking lonely in here. Like, what the fuck? So, I get it. And I, I think, even though shit is back outside, some people can have not recovered from you know the sadness and then it was just a lot of depression anyway because the world was depressed every time bitch i wasn't even watching the news like that fuck the news because every time you cut it on they're talking about the covid how many people done died the nurses is dying like it was just it was so much death it was so much death girl like that's all you heard about was people dying from this shit so people was like you was terrified like it's like you know you going about your life we all gonna die but did people telling you or at least that's how it was perceived to a lot of us that you get this shit you out of here so a lot of people was dealing with like damn is this the end like bitches it's the rapture like what is girl like you know what i'm saying but you really you really was sitting back thinking like bro if i catch this shit i'm going to die like and I, I think that weighed on a lot of people. A lot of us lost people to COVID. I lost my uncle. A lot of people in my family had got it. I got it. My mama, daddy, like a lot of people in my family had got shit. My uncle, he passed from it last year. You know, so it's just, it was a lot of death. A lot of people have a lot of older folks in their family. So I think I read one story, like six family members died in a, in a single family. Like, bro, it was like, that, that shit is, oh my God, extremely sad. Extremely freaking sad. So, I think the pandemic, you know, mixed with just so many other things, that shit just weighed on folks. And people just ain't been able to recover. Like, it's it's just, it's so sad to me. Like, I just keep reading so much shit about people taking their own lives so if you feeling like that or if you in that mind was it nle chopper it might have been nle chopper who spoke recently about wanting to take his own life but a lot of rappers hell bitch sean said he wanted to take his own life if you get just to that that point in that space in that mindset where you thinking about it talk to somebody get you some help call whatever that damn suicide hotline is reach out to a therapist immediately if you can like if you thinking about it but you still got some apprehension about it then that means you ain't too far gone yet like try to fight that shit bro like because the world needs you for real like fight that shit fight that shit for as, as long as like as hard as you can bro try to fight it Try to fight it. 
because death is permanent there's no coming back from that there's no redos and you know if if it's somebody out in this world that can offer you some kind of help try especially if you 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 got the you you got the um like the thoughts you've been thinking about it but you ain't act on it yet that means it's still a lot of hope for you and if you could just stay in the good fight just a little bit longer and get you some help you know if it's help out there do that shit bro even if you done thought about it one time even if that shit don't cross your mind to take your life one time talk to somebody talk to somebody until you can't talk no more do not walk around with all that shit just on your chest just in you because bro let me tell you something we be looking at people and i had kind of got in a war words with somebody on the internet and i i had to put the phone down because it was like bitch okay girl i don't know you you're lame as fuck and i'm not arguing with nobody on the internet they was trying to argue me down that regina king's son couldn't have possibly killed himself because all he was posting about was his music and he was happy bitch first of all that's where y'all fuck up at that is where you fuck up at um because a you don't know these people bro just because a bitch posting I guess he um he was like a DJ and a musician, so he had like some new music coming out. Y'all don't know that man. Y'all didn't y'all a lot of people use their career and their job as a safety net. Just like um Solange told us in Cranes in the Sky, you try to fuck it away. You try to you you try to work it away, you try to travel it away, it don't go away. Period. That shit don't go away, that shit is on you. That shit ain't on you, it's in you. You know what I'm saying? So how can you look at this man's social media platform and say, oh, he was smiling all the time. He was happy. No, he was happy. He couldn't possibly kill himself. That's where y'all fuck up at. And that's why so many people fuck around and take their own life. And y'all be sitting in this bitch looking sick in the face. Because just because a person walk around and they look like they happy, bro, it does not mean they happy. Get that shit out of y'all head. It does not mean they happy. Does not mean they happy at all. They might be posting happy shit. You got people. Look at Robin Williams, the comedian. That man, funny. He made people laugh for a living. Killed this up. Because he had a disease that us, the fans, didn't know he had. And that shit was starting to take its toll on him. And that man took his own life. So, bruh, stop. Stop. Like, I hate when y'all do that shit. They was trying to say that an investigation needs to be launched because he couldn't have possibly kill himself. There's no way. First of all, that's insensitive as fuck to even come with the conspiracy theories and shit when a bit when uh, somebody just lost a child. That's number one. Y'all, y'all so quick to wanna. We talked about internet sleuths and all that shit last uh, podcast. I'm not y'all know I ain't here for none of that, but. Um, yeah, like, that's insensitive, and y'all really need to stop, because that's not cool, some, this lady just lost her child, her only child, her child that she praised, and just, oh my god, she just talked so highly of this man, they got matching tattoos, they was close as hell, I can't imagine losing my only child, at least if you had other kids, 
not that they're replaced, but you'll have somebody to lean on and to grieve with. You ain't got to go through this shit by yourself. This lady is her only child. Come on, man. That is sad, and it serves nobody when y'all want to get on the internet and spew these baseless-ass claims. That shit is not cool. I just had to... I'm like, let me just start responding. I ain't finna get my blood pressure up off of a bitch way in goddamn Ohio somewhere sitting behind a damn keyboard in a cornfield. Fuck you, hoe, because you sound dumb as a box of damn rocks. You sound dumb. You got to check on your strong friends, your happy friends, your friends that make jokes all the time, your friend. Your friends that do nothing but joke, you ever meet them people, they don't take nothing serious to the point where you almost get irritated with them because everything is a goddamn joke. Like, you're trying to have a real conversation with them and them bitches want to joke. Them be the ones. That That's that's like a coping mechanism with them. They just got the joke. Like, they can't be serious for real because if they get too serious, then they're going to start thinking about serious shit. Them be the ones. You you just have to check in on people like that and people what people dealing with like bro you just you you'll never have no idea what people is walking around with on their damn chest. It's in you. It ain't on you. On the, cause on the outside, motherfuckers be smiling, happy, talking, going here, going there, taking trips, but it's on the inside. You bitch can't wash that shit off. They can't get that shit up off them, and then y'all wanna come. With all this fucking cons- oh god, oh god, y'all get me so angry. So uh, anyway, anybody going through it? If you just ain't too far gone or whatever, I encourage you to get all the help you need because I I know that that is a hard battle. But if you could just fight a little bit longer, I swear to God, it get greater later. I swear to God. So. Girl, sad shit. I didn't mean to spend 26 of y'all hard on hard earned and hard lived minutes on sadness, but shell. Mm, I just, I don't like that. I just, I feel so sad. I feel so sad for people who take that route because, you know, that, that just has to be such a dark place to be. When you make that decision, like when you make that decision, and you know what, Brownie won't be here no more. That is, that is just so sad. Like, but be be nice to people. Also, you gotta be nice to people. You have to be nice to people. I hate people who just rule for no damn reason, bro. You got to be nice to people. Like, just just be nice. Be nicer, you know, be just, it, it, it just don't, it, a compliment don't cost you nothing, girl. Or, you know, just, just a smile or, hey, how you doing? You know, you don't know the last time that person done been asked how they doing. You know what I'm saying? So we just, as a whole, we have to be kinder and softer to people because you just you don't know what could be the thing that just push somebody to the end so that's all i got miss mamas i don't got well that's all i got with the sad shit i done spent a lot of time on sad shit and honestly we finna double back to the sad shit because uh the good sis segment is it's a little 
it's a little um yeah it's a little sad but we'll get there we'll get there so girl what 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 else what what else is the tea what else is the tea Boosie on shrooms. I don't know. I would never try shrooms. I don't care how y'all try to sell them to me. Shrooms are not for me. I am not, you know, I'm not the drug girl. Some people be trying to say, oh, shrooms is, you know, it's an experience and it's a higher spiritual and da 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 da. Bitch, no. Boosie on shrooms did not sell it to me either. His ass was running in the snow in some shorts, acting a fool, hunching the air in the car like, girl, I cannot be bothered. I cannot be bothered, but I do want Boosie Badass to get his show. I think that would be wildly entertaining if Boosie Badass gets a show. I'm just here to say it. I know Boosie be doing bullshit. <laughs> a lot of times he be saying some fuck shit. But I think a Boosie Badass reality show would be quite the entertainment. He has a lot of kids. I didn't realize a lot of Boosie kids was like grown or damn near grown. Boosie got a lot of kids. He got, you know, some younger kids, but Boosie got whole adults out here. So I think that'll be real interesting to just see his, you know, how he is with the kids and all his baby mamas and the new girlfriend. I seen, I done seen which blog posted, Boosie and his girlfriend, and he been with for a minute. Huh? I don't know, but one of them damn blogs. But yeah, girl, I, I would love to see a Boosie badass reality show. I don't know what's the hold up. I thought we was getting one on um the For Us, By Us. Network was that who was trying to pick up Boosie Badass show? I don't know, girl, but yeah, I, I'm with it. I'm down. I, I want to see it. Um, I want to see it. I would love to see it. Have y'all been watching Big Legs Baddie Collection? <laughs> girl, please tune into Big Legs Baddie Collection. Them have them girls. It's just like the Bad Girls Club, but better because it's black girls. It's all black girls like it's a lot it's a lot i want to talk to um like two of the girls i'm gonna see if i can set something up with two of the girls see if we could chit chat um into a little you know i don't really want to talk about the show i just want to get an a business yeah (laughs) but yeah it's it is highly entertaining i will say that i'm sure they're gonna get a season two you know, it's it's very uh, entertaining. <laughs> the girls, the girls is going at it and just oh my god, I couldn't imagine living in a house with fifteen girls, honey. I could not do it. I I could not imagine living in the house with that many women, that many personalities. Everybody got their period at the same time. No thanks, <laughs> I couldn't do it. But then again, I'm old because I didn't told y'all before when I was younger, like in my teens and early twenties, I wanted to be on Bad Girls Club. And I got my little phone interview chair, and then they never called me back. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wanted to do that so bad. But now, as a, you know, bitch touching 30, I can't believe I'm finna turn 30. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm finna turn 30. That don't even sound right. Like, me, bitch, me at 30, I feel childish still. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not married. I don't have no kids. I ain't got no men. Like, girl, what is it giving? It's giving... 
<laughs> it's just giving like what what am I gonna do? Like, but I guess it's a gift and a curse because I know like if I was married and I had kids, I wouldn't be able to really pursue my dreams like that. I wouldn't be able to go like I go, like I went to Miami not last weekend. Was that last weekend? Yeah, because I started recording. I actually started recording this episode in the car on the way back to Miami. Let's talk about it, bitch. I started recording this episode on my phone as I was driving back to Miami. So, there's also that. But, yeah, I I think if... Like, I be sitting back looking and majority of my friends, they have kids and a man or they married, you know, they got a family, you know, or they just have kids. And I feel like... On one hand, it's like, damn, like, I should I should be doing it. Like, that's what I should be on. I'm turning 30. Like, I should definitely be, like, just trying to settle down and have a family. But on the other hand, it's like, if I did, like, if I was to have a kid right now, Who's going to watch my kid while I get up and run to Miami for opportunity or run to Atlanta for opportunity? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to have my kid? So it's just like, I don't know. It's a lot of sacrifices. I I think about um, Vivica A. Fox recently. She was doing something. It was like a few months ago, and they asked her, does she want kids? And she was saying, you know, her career always came first. I think we talked about this. But she was saying, you know, her career always came first and she had her God kids that she doled over. And I feel her. I feel her, but it made me sad at the same time. It's because, like, okay, I'm I'm not... Kids, I don't know, it's such a complex issue and, and topic for me. And it's kind of emotional because... On one end of the spectrum, I'm really chasing this shit. And girl, I don't know how we got here, <laughs> but bitch, we here now. On one end of the spectrum, I'm really going for it. Like, I'm really putting my all into it and trying, girl. But then, on the other hand, it's like, let's just say, for instance, I get the bag. Okay, let's just say I land an opportunity that put me in a position that I am just, I'm just that girl. Like, I'm getting to the money. I get the big mansion that I want, my baby palace. I get the AMG. I got the jewelry game. I got the designer game. I'm dripped out. I'm, I'm like, just, I'm really, really doing it. Like, all my little hard work, I'm paid off. I'm having dumb motion. And then I come home every day to my mini palace. And it ain't nobody in there, bitch. I always said I want a big house just for me. I want at least six to eight bedrooms just just for me. I take five, but the dream is six to eight bedrooms. But it's like, it's just me and that bitch. Like, I don't got nobody to share this old big-ass house I want with. I don't have nobody to, you know, just to, to leave nothing to. It's like my parents getting older, my mama getting older, so they're not going to be around forever. I just, I don't know. Like, on one end, I'm like, I don't want no kids. Like, I'm good. And then it's on on the other end. It's like, I don't know if I want to look up at 60 and be completely alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, girl. I don't know. 
I don't know if I want to, you know, look up. And I'm older and I've accomplished all this shit. And then I'm completely by myself. No man, no kids, no nothing. Because I feel like I don't really like extract all that shit. I don't date. I don't go out on dates. I don't even spend no time getting to know no niggas. And I'm only getting older. So, as I get older, the dating pool getting smaller. All these niggas already got kids. So, I'm not finna meet nobody who doesn't have children. I'm not giving nobody the time of day. It's like... Because I'm, I want to chase this shit. But then I'm gonna look. I'm going to look up one day after I'm in like a really comfortable position and be like, "Damn, girl, like you ain't got no man, you ain't got no kids." Even with the adoption route, I told y'all I wanted to do the adoption thing. Well, it ain't crossed off the list, but I, I, I don't have time. To, to stop hustling like I'm hustling to chase behind a toddler because I would prefer a toddler age you know three I would like to adopt that three I wouldn't I don't want an infant I don't want to go through the infant stage Every, like I read a lot of shit like people want when they adopt they want their child from birth or like a couple months or some shit I, do, I want a three year old I want a if I could adopt a child and don't get me wrong like if I really put a lot of stock and effort into the whole adoption thing and they was like we have a baby like fresh out the womb of course like absolutely but ideally I would want um a slightly older child that's that's already potty trained and that can talk and I know that's unrealistic as fuck. Children are not puppies. You cannot just pick a breed and buy one. I get that. But I know when you go through an adoption agency, they pair you. So I, I would prefer a three-year-old. Three, three, I'll say three to like five, six not trying to go through the infant age i'm just it's just a me thing i'm not trying to do it but even with that it's like i don't i don't even have the time to i don't even have the time to properly research it you know what i'm saying like i don't have the time to even sit down with an agency and start the process and do the paperwork now i'm about to turn 30 in march I said I wanted to do this like 33-4-ish. And it's a years-long process. The adoption can be a very long-ass process. And it's a very costly process. So it's like, okay. Okay. I, I don't even have time to start it. You know, because I'm chasing this. Like, I'm over here really trying to chase dreams and goals so i don't know i just be thinking about that sometime like am i ever gonna slow down and say okay i'm gonna be a mother i'm going to to maybe let somebody in and even have a relationship like am i am i gonna slow down enough to do that shit girl and it's like i don't know and i feel like a lot of black women 
are faced with this very um like dilemma because a lot of black women black women i believe are the most unpartnered uh, wait a minute can i pull it up real quick i hope it's not i don't even know how to really say what i'm trying to say black women relationships black women not in the relationship i don't know girl i bitch anyway but fuck it it's not that important um black women are the least married is what i should say black women are the least married of any other race of women and i think a lot of times what it has to do with you know black women we gotta work twice as hard to get half as much same with black men but men outnumber women anyway so I feel like a lot of black women, when they get on a winning streak or when they get the career they want, you know, odds be so stacked against us in a lot of situations that it's like, okay, girl, I'm not letting up off this opportunity. Bitch, I just got this good ass raise at my job. I just got promoted. I just got, you know what I'm saying? A, a Just a new position. Bitch, I'm not finna let up on this for nobody. So won't really date this just this is my situation i know it's other you know things but i'm just saying like a lot of black women when i heard vivica a fox say that i know black women who who've done that they prioritize their career like hell no i done got this far and i done made all these accomplishments like bro i'm not coming up off this and i respect it and i feel like that might be me you know i feel like that actually might become my life for real because i i just sit back and i think about the way that i move and the way that i act and the way that i just just i don't make no time to entertain the opposite sex at all so how am i gonna ever have kids how am i gonna have a relationship like the focus is this, which I don't mean, I don't be texting people back like that for real. So, I don't know. I just been, I be thinking about a lot of that type of shit, girl. And I just sit back and wonder like, okay, you do all this hustling and all this grinding and you want to build your podcast and build the blog and build this and build that. And you just want to be this bitch for real. And it's like, at what cost though? And then, you know, a lot of black women, um, we, you know, black women, we very prideful. Like we are very prideful. And once we get the dope ass, um, career that we want and the crib that we want and we be feeling like shit, the nigga got to come with that too. So with me, I don't have a mansion. I don't have a baby palace yet. So I I would, if I was dating, I would definitely be more understanding to a man who, you know, don't have it all the way together yet. I don't have it all the way together yet. But I'd be wondering, like, will my mindset change when I get, when I get popping? And when I get that bag how I want it and I get that big house and that big, you know what I'm saying? Like, will my mindset change at all? I would hope not. I would hope not. 
But I can't see. Because I ain't there. But I will honestly hope not. I will, I will hope that if a good nigga come into my life and he treat me right and he doing everything right, I wouldn't be swayed by money. Like, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, he ain't, Gretchen. He ain't got a half a million in the bank, girl. He can't buy me the new Louis. I would hope that that's not even my mindset. Like, but you never know. I've read and heard and observed how when motherfuckers get the bag, they they change a little bit. So, listen, I I can't. I never say what I won't do or what I won't be. However, however, I would hope that that's not. I would just hope that that's not me. But. I don't know. It was just interesting. I Since she said it, since i seen that clip, I've really been thinking about it. It's really been, like, on my mind, for real. So, yeah, girl. But, um, what else? Y'all want to get into the good sis segment? I went from sad shit to, to shit that make you think to <laughs> most sad shit, girl. I hate it here. And I said we weren't going to talk about no sad shit, girl. But, oh, Rest in peace to Leon Talley. Rest in peace to the Mugler. If y'all don't know who Mugler is, just Google Cardi B Mugler. Nobody dresses Cardi B like Mugler. And I don't know how he died either. First of all, I didn't know he was in his 70s still out here making the girls look flawless. So rest in peace to him and Leon Talley. Oh, bitch, I got a bone to pick. Let's talk about Leon Talley for a minute, bitch. Because I got an attitude. So, if y'all don't know who Leon Telly is, he worked for Vogue for many, 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 many years. Um, big influence on Vogue. And in um, recent years, Leon Telly had a lot of, um, like, a lot of health issues, right? So, not too long ago, I think, we, did we talk about this? Andre Leon Talley, excuse me. I don't know why I'm calling me a Leon Talley like I know him like that. But, yeah, so, you know, he had left Vogue some time ago, and he's just been having health issues. He was in the news because the house that he was living in spent a lot of money renovating and been in for years since, like, the early 2000s, I think. Anyway, um, the owners of the house were trying to evict him. Right, so what had happened was Andre never officially purchased the house. So the house was owned by some other uh, designers. I can't think of who they is right now. But anyway, the agreement was Andre just, you know, pay them and he could stay in the house and he would just pay them. Until the house was fully paid for. Well, Andre stopped working for Vogue. He had a lot of health issues. So, in recent years, his money was a little sporadic. So, they were trying to evict him. Now, fast forward to when he passed away. Vogue damn near had to be begged to even put a goddamn rest in peace post up from what I'm hearing. They had to, you had to damn near beat their damn brains in like for to get them to even say rest in peace and put up some type of peace to this man who really helped grow and drive the Vogue brand. Bitch, that is a testament to how bitches will discard you so quick when you but they don't need you no more. When you're no longer beneficial, girl, a bitch is done with you. 
Like, and I was just sitting back and that was just so sad to me. I don't exactly know why him and Vogue had a falling out. Him and uh, Anna Wintour, you know, they they had some issues or whatever. I can't remember exactly why. I'm going to watch this documentary in a little bit when we get off the line. Because it's on HBO Max. And I tried to cancel HBO Max last month. And I obviously they ain't did it. Because they still took the damn $18 out of my account. So we're going to be watching HBO Max until next month. When I cancel the shit again. So we're going to watch the Andre Leon Taddy documentary. When I get off the line. Because I ain't wasting my $18. However, I want to know what went wrong with him and Vogue. Because it was some type of falling out. But... It's just so fucked up to me because he was having health issues. He was behind on the, the house agreement that he had with the people. It would look like to me all these big famous friends that he had in fashion in the fashion world would be like, you know what, Andre Talley, he ain't really working right now. He ain't really got the coin. He's dealing with all these health battles. I read he uh, passed away from complications with COVID and the health issues you know, only made that more severe. So it would seem to me that all these friends and high places that he had would be like, you know what, we're going to come together and we're going to get our brother straight. We're going to make sure he good. We're going to make sure he Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And which I understand once you grown, don't nobody owe you shit. But at the end of the day, this man done done a lot for the fashion industry, for Vogue and all that shit. And this man... I can almost guarantee you it's holding a whole lot of secrets for a whole lot of folks in fashion. Andre Leon Talley done seen some shit. He done heard some shit. He knows some shit. He done been told some shit. So that man is walking around with all the goddamn secrets and da-da-da-da-da in the fashion industry. And nobody couldn't lend a helping hand. Nobody couldn't say, you know what, Andre... This is this the situation. We're going to all pull together. You know, we, we just going to make sure he Gucci. No. No, because he wasn't beneficial to their ass no more. He wasn't there. He wasn't able to really, you know, be this, this fashion person. And he couldn't really... You know what I'm saying? Just He just couldn't help no more. He was just no longer beneficial to the brand and no longer beneficial to the industry. Period. So what did they do? They turned his back on them. And, you know, it's always sad to me when I listen to people. I was reading a, a like probably one of his last interviews. And I, I guess it ain't really sad because we all going to get old one day. We all going to get old and we all going to reminisce about our heydays, right? I'm going to be 80 years old like, girl, I wrote me a book and shot me a promo video for it and did a photo shoot and girl, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be that. But it's, I guess it's exceptionally sad when you have people reminiscing about the the old days and what was and to see that none of those people really is in their life no more. Like all these people that they is praising and that they knew and that other day is nowhere to be found and that's sad that is really fucking sad because when i think about him it just really seems like yeah we don't, we don't need him no more we good and they just got rid of him I, I don't like shit like that and it just makes me very very sad so yeah um 
I don't even know how we got there. But rest in peace to him. Who else? Who else passed? I'm missing somebody. But that's okay. Rest in peace to... Let's just say rest in peace to everybody who done passed away, who we done lost in these last two weeks. Um, Let's get to the good sis segment. Then I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. So, Zion Foster, where's she from? Detroit. Crazy story. They arrested her cousin. This is why the story gets crazier. She was a... How old was she? 17? I think she was 17. She's 17. She asked her mama if she could go hang out with her cousin. Her cousin... What's his damn name? What's the boy name, y'all? Hold on. Jalen. Jalen Brazier or Brazier. Anyway, she asked her mama, hey, can I go hang out with my cousin for a little while? Her mama said, yeah. We ain't seen the girl no more. But now they've arrested Jalen in connection with her disappearance but he's not saying where what happened to his cousin now this is extremely weird this normally don't happen um but i find it interesting let me read this y'all hold on the investigative unit was contacted with the lead on a case from a private investigator in chicago who specializes in human trafficking so that mixed with the cousin being arrested i'm like did he did he sell his cousin into trafficking did he force her into trafficking it's extremely weird and he refused to tell her mom where she was after she went missing his vehicle was spotted in detroit um but no her it was no signs of zion anywhere in the car this story is so freaking weird because i have boy cousins right and i went to the club with my boy cousins i went to the club with my boy homeboys i went to the club with my brothers and no man that i go to the club with i don't leave the club with them um they they make sure that I'm safe in a club and I get back home safely or whatever we doing whatever we going however we hanging, but it is it is made sure that I'm safe and I make it back home safely and in one piece. So with that being said, girl, what who is this cousin? Is he a close cousin? Is he a distant cousin? Like is he like the grandmama, sister, husband? son grandson like what what is t like how close is this because i find it extremely odd that a a cousin a blood relative especially a man cousin would first of all be arrested in connection with your disappearance and won't tell the rest of the family where you at and then a human trafficking unit is now trying to investigate this that is some weird shit i hope that whatever i pray to god zion is safe and that she is okay but this story is extremely weird i'm not going to be the internet sleuth girl but it's it's giving it's giving attracted to my cousin 
it that's what it's giving to me i don't i don't like a conspiracy but i think that when you look at the facts and i feel like people are kind of collectively thinking this that it's giving some type of very nasty weird um obsession with your cousin some very disturbing shit that's going on with you and this young girl and not on her at all but it's just giving that he 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 got something real disturbing like disturbing thoughts about his cousin that's very 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 odd and so i'm hoping that she is found um i just hope she's okay i hope she's okay i hope if you know they if he sold her into trafficking or whatever the case may be i just hope she's gucci like i just hope that they see the the media coverage about her and set her free because this this is just nasty and weird she was last seen in detroit on january 4th so that that's that's like a long time she went missing on the fourth come on man that's that's not that's 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 not good that's that's not good and you as a cousin as a male cousin because all my male cousins the men in my life gonna step period daddy brothers uncles they step in so i just find it very odd that none of these these men are like they they just they i don't know it's just it's weird i don't like it i just pray whatever she is she's okay and i hope that he has enough compassion to admit where she is because if she's in trafficking and she's being held against her will somebody need to go get this girl so i don't know i'm i'm praying for her i feel like that was just such a complex and just odd missing person case and i really really hope that she's okay um so with that being said girl i'm gonna go ahead and end it jim we done been on the phone what 58 minutes book update book is going good the pre-order shit has been a bit of a headache i'm gonna be honest with y'all i'm still trying to get the pre-order thing situated honestly they say you're supposed to have your pre-order out 30 to 60 days before your book so i'm very behind my books comes out on valentine's day and i was wondering should i even do a damn pre-order so we'll see um i'm gonna still try my best to get it situated i think i got it situated with amazon i'm still waiting to hear back from barnes and nobles i had to send a couple emails like hey girl what is the tea like why am i having so many issues trying to get the pre-order going so i'm gonna keep y'all posted i'll i'll probably still do the pre-order um it's just it's been quite the headache i'm not even gonna hold y'all like that shit has been a headache but i'm gonna try to do my bit when people been asking for it i want to deliver i don't want to be 
Like I've been saying it's gonna be a pre order forever. But I I I know for next time it's a lot of shit with my book that I'm gonna do differently. The rollout really has been stalled though. Because I had like a really tight schedule of everything for photo shoot, um, promo video, the blog scheduling, and because of COVID, I had COVID, my photographer had COVID, shit just got pushed all the way back, girl. So my rollout has not been the strongest at all. Um, so that means I'm just going to have to work a lot harder this year, which is fine by me. I'm going to have to really do my big one. I'm going to have to really get out and get in folks' faces. I'm trying to do the Deuces um, street market in my city. I want to get out. Like, I want to be out and I want to meet people in person, real book lovers in person that I could talk to. They could come to my little, you know, vending space. They could grab their book. We could flick it up. We could do the whole thing. Like, I want that experience with the book. I don't want to just be so social media driven because I feel like readers, like real readers. I remember when I was like a really heavy reader, I love to go to the bookstore. And I think the old school readers, they still like that. They still want to pick up the book and turn the pages and see the cover and feel it and meet the author. Like that experience still means something. So that's what I want. I want a lot of in-person interaction. I can't wait. Um, There is a book event in Chicago. I'm trying to line everything up. I really, really want to do it. So I hope to do that one. I'm going to order more physical copies of my book. Right now I got about 22 copies in the, of my actual book. So I'm going to try to order. Like I'm going to just try to order a couple copies every payday or every week or whatever just so I can have some stacked up for these events that I'm trying to do because the Chicago event I'm gonna have to bring books with me there um and you know my signage and all that material so yeah it's it's a big undertaking but I said that this year was gonna be my year I was gonna really step it up and I meant that shit bro like I meant every word like I was not playing so I'm really just trying to go hard with everything. Everything. Like, I've seen another media event. I'm trying to do... I'm about to apply for that. Like, I just... I want to do my big one all year. All year. All damn year. I want to really turn up on the ass. G shit. Like, I want to turn up. So, we're going to see what I can do, girl. But the support for the book... I ain't gonna lie, like, In the Wicked We Trust, that is my baby, my first, my debut novel. It's not my first writing, but it is my debut novel. And I really feel like y'all gonna like it. All the book reviewers like it. Everybody who I've let get their hands on this book first loves the book, have finished the book in 48 hours, 72 at the most. Like, everybody telling me the same thing, can't put it down. I, I had quite a few sample copies. I'm not going to lie, I had quite a few um, sample copies that I sent out and every, everybody, nobody spent more than three days on this book. They got it done so quick, couldn't put it down. I asked for very, I wanted very honest book reviews. I made it very clear that like, with my book reviews, I want honesty. 
I want honesty, girl. Don't. If it's bad, it's bad. And I think I told y'all one of my book reviewers called me and was like, girl, child, I noticed a little something right here. And I'm like, you know what? That's that's why you, that's why you my bitch. So it's going really good. And the support has just been outpouring. That's why I really wanted to get this pre-order links and shit working. Like, okay, Barnes and Noble sent me a pre-order link. The shit didn't shit didn't work. Don't bring up my book. Don't bring up nothing. Okay. And then same with Amazon. And it's just it's just been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's just been back and forth. It's been a headache. But I ain't gonna dwell on it too much. The book is still coming out. Valentine's Day, hella hot water. I wanted to go live on that day and like y'all could like buy the book on my live. They've blocked me from live. So I can't go live. I may go live on my podcast page or whatever. But yeah, Instagram blocked me again. I got a couple little messages saying that I was reported for this, this, and the third. Whatever. Anyway, girl. But yeah, that's that's what's going on in the book. Is there anything else we need to cover, girl? I ain't, you know, this podcast over an hour with y'all. Not by much, but it is over an hour with y'all. I ain't trying to talk y'all to death, girl. Um, I'm sure some more shit we can c- cover, but you know what? We're going to wrap it up for today. We're going to wrap it up for today, girl. What did we even talk about? <laughs> like, what did we talk about? What did we talk about today? I feel like we ain't talked about shit all episode, girl. We ain't talked about that yet, but you know what? It's cool. I'm finna go in here. I'm finna eat my ice cream. I kind of wanted to do, um, I had kind of wanted to do a video, but I don't really know if I'm feeling up to it since I done spent an hour talking to y'all hoes on the phone, girl. I don't know if I'm up for a video, Jim. But we gonna see, girl. I need content, the YouTube page. The YouTube channel is doing good. kind of alright. You know, I put a little effort into it and... I seen we the followers is slow the subscribers slowly creeping up. I think I had like forty some subscribers, so I got like one twenty five chill. And I know that ain't shit. Okay, I know my little hundred twenty five subscribers that ain't nothing chill. But um, I see I see what happened when I put a little effort in, when I do a little marketing, a little uh, you know, and the videos been doing really good like with the views. But I need y'all to subscribe when y'all come to my channel to view my shit. So, because I noticed, like, my Big Lex interview, that one got 10K. My story times, one of my story times got 6K views. The other one got, I think, 2,000 views. So, you know, they're doing really well. But, you know, we, we got to retain. <laughs> you girls can't just come watch my shit and go, honey. No, it's some work that we have to retain you. So, yes, bitch. I need y'all. To get on the bandwagon. <laughs> okay? You can't just be coming and leaving jail. Don't be don't just be coming and watching my shit and go. You need to stick around for a little bit. Uh but yeah, girl. I'm finna out to mine. Chill, I'm gonna eat my ice cream. I'm probably gonna go to sleep. Fuck that video. <laughs> Fuck that video. I need to I still ain't um finished my Tracy Supreme interview. So shit, I I got shit to do. I have things to do. But anyway, girl, I love y'all. Thank y'all for answering the phone. It's been a minute we ain't talked. I'm so happy we got to talk tonight. 
I'm so happy we got to talk tonight, girl. It's been, yeah, it, it's it's been a, I think it's been a good one or whatever. It was some other shit I wanted to talk to y'all about, but I, I ain't gonna bore y'all. I try not to do over an hour no more. I really, if I could, I would get this bitch down to 30 minutes, but girl, you know, we get to talk and we ain't talk to each other in a minute and it just. Chill, it just be what it is. I ain't even gonna sit up here and lie to y'all and tell y'all I'ma do better with getting y'all a podcast every week, bitch. I'm busy and I'm probably gonna go a week without giving y'all a podcast. If y'all notice on the cake dish Instagram, girl, I've been posting old shit. I'm like, y'all gonna revisit all my old shit <laughs> for real. Like, I don't be meaning to, but I get busy and it's like I don't wanna not post nothing, child. And we we've been getting our um followers up on instagram so yeah i'm like what child shit they ain't they ain't listen to the old <laughs> episode y'all go ahead and revisit them child by the time y'all get through a hundred plus episodes i'll be back with some new shit period but anyway girl that's all i got I ain't got no more i'm off the line i am off the line yeah have me a good old time and uh i'm gonna see you girls i'm gonna see you girls i'm gonna see you girls Sometime this week, we're going we gonna to have some shit to do. It's going to be something to do, something to say, something to, something to do, something to work on, child. So, we're going to talk soon. Have a good week. Enjoy your Monday. Please don't get fired listening to my loud, ignorant ass. Put your headphones on, girl. Ain't got no money to send y'all, bitch. I got a book coming out. And I got to go on tour. I got to go on tour this promotable bitch so anyway girl love y'all i'ma see y'all girls later